Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is the last hour of our non-project down and dirty duties this week. <laughs> from tomorrow on, tomorrow through Friday, we're going to be doing, we're going to be... We're going to be in the thick of it, right? We're st- yeah, we're starting here Coming tomorrow. in early. Getting 9 a.m. Yeah, I just saw that email. Bring something to do a Zoom call on. We're going to be doing Project Down and Dirty War of the Worlds. And I just want to tell everybody, tickets are on sale now. Uh, our show is raising money for Springboard for the Arts. And David from First Equity is helping out with that today with matching some donations. Other shows are working on other COVID charities like Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, Alina Health Caring for the Caregivers Fund, and Every Meal. So if you want to help out some great charities that are going through some COVID stuff right now, help us out. Come come watch our show Friday night. And all night. the uh, $10 donations yeah. will be split between the four. Right. So yeah. that's really... And that's... That's I think it should be fun. You know, as possible. you know, they're going to do a professional thing. Oh yeah, it, we are not professional, but they will make us look that way. Peter Rothstein's not going to. Yeah. No. Put they'll, some garbage out. They'll right. minimize my role. I'll be there. Yes. Don't forget, we sold out the Pantasias two nights oh, under under Peter's direction. And we did two nights. Oh my gosh, that was so nerve wracking. That was incredible, and that you was like a whole big show. We were at the oh end of that. Gosh. That one, jeez, it was it was definitely like a, it was a, a a really exciting. It thing. really was. Yeah, and I have that to admit. was a professionally, and that was like you know how many it was like a two hour show. Yeah, that was amazing live show. The, these are real professionals. Yeah. I'm got. I'm trying to get excited if I want to be the angry woman or I really like to be um, Levada Brunschweiger. These are some of the titles, you know, the parts. Or Esme Hunch. I'm Esme Hunch and I have a hunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, Esme, Esme Hunnick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Esme Hunnick. Okay. Yeah, I'm really going to be good. I really, this is not going to be... I was telling Lori, you know, usually... I have to tell Lori, it's going to be fun. Come on. This is going to be a blast. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I really do. You've been on and excited since day one. I really think this is going to be your calling. Well, I I don't know if it's going to be my calling, but I think it is going to be one of our easiest just in terms of... um, you know, we're not staying away from home or anything. Right. We, Which makes us very sad. Yeah, that part does make us sad. I, I don't know. I just think it's going to be like, right? I don't know. I just think it's going to be fun. And it's kind of like I love the whole feng shui of the radio people doing the radio thing. Yeah. Or whatever the that word is, is I'm works. looking for it. It's just kind of a cool mm-hmm. thing. It, you know, this, uh, like last night, I was looking for some sound bites for some of the things you'll hear tomorrow and everything. Okay. And it was kind of fun for me, so I watched a lot of radio documentaries on YouTube. Yes. And I think it's going to be good for all of us to get a dip into, like, what our profession used to be. I mean, Julia, 
I it blew my mind when I was watching that War of the Worlds documentary that Orson Welles was the voice of the shadow. I think in the four and a half years that I lived in Japan, I listened to every single The Shadow Knows. And it was a radio drama right. and it was creepy. And my mom would periodically have to ban me from listening to right. it because I'd get scared babysitting. But it was, it was when you live overseas and everything, is, you know, you're not in America. It's, everything is Japanese. So we were so hungry for uh, for English and right. the radio, Armed Forces Radio. So they played all this 30s and 40s stuff that yeah. I would never have known. Like, I wouldn't know something that, like, my grandma or my dad listened You're to. right. I remember my mom would always tell us, because her dad passed when she was very young, like 22 years old, but she'd always say, Daddy, her daddy, she'd call her daddy a daddy because mm-hmm. he died really you know, she yeah. was young. She'd say, Daddy and Mom, and we'd all hang around the radio. And, and you'd listen Friday to the shows. nights, and we'd listen to shows, and this is how we all spent our time. And yes. it's suspended because you didn't have the visuals. But so, it was the sound, and so it would yep. make it. So I listened to The Shadow, and I never knew that was Orson Welles. The Whistler, which was really creepy. It was a rocking chair, and then this solitary whistle sound. And then mm-hmm. there was a funny show I liked called Fibber McGee and Molly, which I should be 80 to know that, but because I was a military, (laughs) but I was a military (laughs) kid and they just re-ran Bob Hope specials and, you know, just all this stuff just to entertain people who are stationed overseas. Right. Well, you'll need to take the lead on this. Well, no, I don't need to, but I mean, (laughs) he's a seasoned vet. I I Uh just, I loved listening to these radio dramas and maybe that's the reason why I like it because I was just like, they really were my part of your life. A big part of your life. Yeah. And and where I missed TV, I wouldn't watch TV like stuff. You guys will sometimes talk about stuff. And I was like, like, I I wasn't here. I didn't watch that. What kind of sounds Rocco? What kind oh, of, it's every oh. kind of sound to make a sound effect, right? Well, I was looking for just, you know, interesting things that, to say, like in uh, the rejoins and stuff tomorrow. But you're right. There's going to be live sounds. You know, I don't think we're going to do the things. It's metallic scraping. It's a chair backing Listen up. Listen she sounds like an old Well, no, I'm just saying they have to recreate every single thing so that you, not only are you hearing it in your ears, but you're seeing it in your mind. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Which Without is why, psychedelic drugs. Which is why the shadow always scared me yeah, when I, I was babysitting. <gasps> but so you were just looking for different things that would reconnect to make the, it interesting yeah, to carry you know, out like, for the Yeah, uh, you know, you, you hear how I have like little pop culture drops yes, and things. Yes. So I was looking for things like, they rehearsed all week for the show on Friday, you know, like that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, and I found a bunch of cool stuff. So you'll yeah. hear that tomorrow when we have rejoins. Try and do something that. with the shadow or the whistler. Well, yeah. And I found today, like, you know, organ music that sort of sounds like a right. radio drama. Oh, I love so we're going to so, have some fun. I, I think it, it's going to be fun. And I do think it's going to be like, um, you know, a Zen one kind of like other ones that we've yes. had where we don't have the the anxiety of. Performing. Performing. In real, out, so outside uh, of our comfort stage, zone. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so did you catch CBS Sunday I, Morning? I, I know you did. I did, I did, I did. Their favorite show of And there the is a movie coming out, kind of, about the guy that worked with Orson Welles oh, called Mac. Mank. Mankowitz um, is the last name, and uh, his grandson is a movie critic, 
and we see him on CBS Sunday Morning all the May, time. All the time. But Mankiewicz did the screenplay for Citizen Kane, yes. and that is going to be a movie. He's a very kind of charismatic guy, and Orson Welles is in it. Looks great. It looked Rocco, good. it looks so great. It did. So Stevie Nicks was, uh, uh, did an interview with, uh, with CBS Sunday Morning, and she is promoting, and I think it's was released this week, or maybe it's next week, but it's her New 24 Karat Gold, the concert that she did like two years ago. Got it. And um, it's supposed to be an amazing Amazing show. And so she's promoting that um, concert series. And we've just got some cuts from the interview yesterday. It seems like for so many creative people, this is a very creative time, but also time is slipping away. Time is being stolen from all of us. Absolutely. Especially if you're 72 years old. Does that weigh on you? Mm hmm. Yeah, it does. When you're really working, you really stay young. You stay young because you have to. But when you're just sitting around in your house, I think that old man time starts to get a hold of you. She really has hated this. I mean, because she's been interviewed on everything. Her well, PR- she's... Because she's, really she's of a toured. certain age and really wants to still tour, though. But it, it has been toured. You know, got back together with Fleetwood Mac mm-hmm. and Christine McVie on that whole thing. Toured with Chrissy Hine. Then she... It's her life. Yeah, she is... You know, she doesn't have kids. I mean, and I do think that she there is something to that about when you're really working, and especially a creative arts, you stay young. So here's another one for... Her. When young Stevie dropped out of college to chase her musical dreams, her parents cut her off financially. So she waited tables and cleaned houses to support herself and her then boyfriend, guitarist Lindsey Buckingham. So were there moments when you were cleaning? I mean, you were like cleaning houses, what, scrubbing toilets, mopping floors? Was there a moment when you thought, "Ooh, I made a mistake? No. No, because I was doing that to support my music pals, Lindsay, and some other friends, too, you know, that didn't have hardly anything. So I was the one who actually was able to pay the rent and pay the money to keep our Toyota running. And so it's, it's like I didn't mind at all because I did not expect my boyfriend, Lindsay, to get a job because what in the world would he do? <laughs> so you had to be the one. It was all about me. And he, the picture, the they, picture of him. Oh, they were so beautiful. They were so beautiful. I didn't realize how beautiful they he, were. Yeah, she said, uh, you know, she's, she says later, do we have the thing where about she talks loves? about her love life? Yes. Okay, let's listen to that. Have you had a, a love, a great love in your life? Yeah. Three. But it's not easy to be Mr. Stevie Nicks. Even if you happen to be Mr. Really Famous rock star guy. So Lindsay falls in that category, the great loves? Oh, absolutely. Well, he wasn't a great love. Not exactly. <laughs> Lindsay is, has his own category. Mm. Lindsay was my great musical love. There I love go. that. 
He, so she had he, three great loves, loves, and then she had the musical love. And he wasn't one of her great loves. I loved when she but said he was, that. He got his own category, yeah, Julia. Yeah, so My I, musical love. I, I love just it. thought that was such a great way to I just love that. everything about her. I play. Do we have one more, Rocco? Yep, this is kind of her just wrapping up and looking back on Okay. Love. For Stevie Nicks, music will always be her true love. When I'm 90 years old, I don't want to be laying in my big, gorgeous bedroom and, you know, with music playing and 15 little Chinese crested dogs and going like, oh, I'm so brokenhearted that I didn't find the one. And then I would have to answer myself and say, yes, but you did find several the ones who you wrote really great songs about. And that's why you're living in this absolutely spectacular house (laughs) with with everything that you want and anything that you could possibly want to buy. And it's like, so maybe this is just all the way your dad saw it when he said, Stevie will never get married. And the way it's supposed to be. And the way it's supposed to be. I just love her. And that movie does, I think it opens next week. And yeah. Stevie just said it's as close to a really big rock and roll concert in a big venue as you're going to get right now. Right. And my niece went to this concert and she just said, of course, it was amazing. I You've mean, any, seen her so many times. Not that too. many times, like maybe three times, but she's, she's just so incredible. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad I got to see Fleetwood Mac with the four, you know, with Christine McVie and, um, because she didn't tour with them for no, a long, I know, time. long time. And Stevie did tell um, CBS Sunday Morning that when they started the band, that she and Christine McVie, you know, did the finger picky, pinky pack. pack, that they would always stick together against the guys. So, yep. Good. good I plan. thought that was good. Anyway, it was yeah. a great interview. All right. Thank you. Listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, we've Glory. left so much dirt on the table. Oh, well, let's clean it up, shall we? Yes. Let's start with some Real Housewives of Beverly Hills casting news. Okay. All right. So we have a oh, new ooh. lady holding a diamond for the next season, and her name is Crystal Kung Mikoff. Okay, I gotta look her up. Okay, tell us how do we know her? What is her rich wife connection? Okay, so her rich wife connection, or maybe she is the rich wife. Well, I well she's the entrepreneur in the family. So her husband is director Rob Minkoff. Oh, he directed the original Lion King, Stuart Little. And a bunch of other <gasps> big budget family films. I loved the Stuart. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
middle, m- little, little Matthew J. Fox, wasn't he Stuart? Uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael was J. Fox, the, yes. Matthew's cousin. Oh, yes. I love those. Hugh Laurie, Gina Davis. Yeah, super cute movies, right? A very successful Hollywood filmmaker. But she's an entrepreneur, so she has a company called Real Coco. It's a coconut-based food company. And uh, she has two kids with Rob, Max, who's eight years old, Zoe, who's five years old. So she's kind of bringing the like small child energy mm-hmm. into the Real Housewives. And well, a, Dorit's got little kids. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so more so more small child mm. energy. And more for me to fast forward over. Oh, Lori. Oh. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, I don't watch my Real Housewives for children issues or anything to do with kids unless it's a great And what do you watch for kids? A great party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, Kathy Hilton is a friend of Crystal. She left a comment on uh, Crystal's Instagram account saying, oh, yes, you do, looking like a boss mama. So there are rumors that Kathy Hilton is going to be joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season. As a friend. As a friend. So Mm -hmm. there's the connection is that Crystal uh, is friends with Kathy. Kathy and some other people and it looks like she has a good time I'm over on her Instagram account and uh, yes she has her own line of coconut milk her kids are very adorable she's got the director husband we love her own line of coconut milk yes and she's gonna bring the glam yes and she's the first Asian American to be cast as a real housewife wonderful so all that took a long time yeah yeah so look how long it took him to cast a black woman in Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. or New York Right, exactly. So, glad that they arrived at 2020. Uh, Moving on from that story to uh, Drew Barrymore talking about her divorce from her ex-husband, Will Koppelman, saying that it hit her really hard. So she's talking about this on her own talk show, The Drew Barrymore Show. Are you guys still into that? Are you still dipping into it? I record it every day, and I erase it every day. I haven't watched it since day one. I've watched it a couple days when she's had somebody good. I... Yeah. Yeah. She said her husband's mad at her. Well, yeah, because she killed his uncle with the psychic and said that he was dead. I I think she might flog that she's part of his family and talks about too much about the divorce. I think, you know, she's leaning in on that. Her producer is probably telling her that. Well, she was on with Willie Geist yesterday morning. Across so that Amy in Iowa can relate to her or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. So she said that she thought she wasn't going to be able to talk about this divorce at first openly. She didn't take it well. She said, I took it really hard. And that's why, because she thought she was going to have to keep it a secret. So. Well, because she wrote her book, Wildflowers, which was all about her husband and her and this life. And then like three months later, they she broke up divorced. and she hasn't stopped talking about the breakup since five years ago. Oh, boy. Yeah. So there's Drew Barrymore talking on her talk show. All right. I, 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 we like her. I mean, we like her. We want her show to get something, oh, but it course. is not doing well. But neither is Ellen. Oh, well, there's mm-hmm. there goes Ellen. Uh, I did want to mention this because we don't see this person that much in public. Actor Tim Curry is going to appear during a political fundraiser, a reenactment of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. He played Dr. Frankenfurter in the original Rocky Horror Picture Show film. We don't really see Tim Curry out and about that much. He did suffer a stroke in 2012, and he hasn't really made many public appearances since. Uh, he's done a couple of things at some fan 
conventions and some readings. But if you want to get into that, that's going to be on Halloween night. Of course, going to a live watching of the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a beloved midnight movie Halloween experience. Mm -hmm. But we're not really doing that this year. So if you do want to say hi to Tim Curry, you can go and check that out on Halloween. Anne Hathaway is star of The Witches on HBO Max right now. She's confirming the name of her child. She did this on live with Kelly and Ryan. Her son is named Jack, and she was expecting him while she was shooting The Witches. She said as a result, the wardrobe department had quite the time with her. Oh, I'm sure. And she is starring with, um, you know, Stanley Tucci, you know, her co-star from Devil Wears Prada. They just have great chemistry together. They really do. I kind of want to see this movie, even though the critics don't like it. But I like the first one. Yeah, I do like how dark Roald Dahl is. Oh, yeah. Road, so great. You know, having a little bit of darkness in a kid's story is very underrated. Isn't Willy Wonka a Roald Dahl story? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you know, The Witches on HBO Max has been getting so-so reviews. But if you're into that thing, I think that you'll like it. Anne Hathaway, very talented. Mm-hmm. Stanley Tucci, Octavia Spencer. Holly, did you watch The Undoing on no. HBO with Tell Nicole me. and Hugh Grant? No. So do you have a review? I have a review. It's heavy. You're no, you're gonna love it. Oh, seriously? It's so good. Nicole sings over the credits. It's he is a witty oncologist, and something horrible happens. I mean, it does feel big little eye-ish. Yeah. The clothes, uh, Lillian Robbie or Rob from you know all the Brian Murphy things. She's in it, and it's yeah, it's it's gonna be good. Fantastic. And the first episode was last She's night. She's looking at me like, Julia, yeah. I hate that you It's only six episodes. Buy HBO for two months for $200 more. And kind of a couple of shocking things happen right away. Mm-hmm. There's a generous amount of... Uh, Man sex stuff, I can feel it. I knew Nicole it would be Kidman, that. Nicole Kidman, never mind's taking off her clothes. No. No. No, she She's doesn't. She's pretty good at it. I we don't see not, a lot of I her. really don't sometimes either. Yeah. Neither do you. No. And... No. and um, I will say that this is a program of non-never nudes. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> I feel like that's safe to say that. Yeah. Uh, Emily Ratajkowski is pregnant. She announced this in an essay for Vogue magazine and with a film directed by Lena Dunham. Now, that is a way to announce that you are expecting a child. I guess. <laughs> It's very do arty. Do what you gotta do. Yes, it's mm-hmm. very arty. She writes a long essay. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't take the time to read the essay, but uh, uh, there she is in Vogue magazine. Well, just, I'm just thinking of all the new pictures we're gonna have to see. Oh, again, Emily Ratajkowski is not an ever nude. No, we, we do mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, we do. And finally, gonna leave you with this anecdote from Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart is BFF with Snoop Dogg. But she says it's been nearly 50 years since she last smoked pot. So she's doing a new interview. She has a new upcoming episode of Martha Knows Best. She she's says, just eating it now. Doesn't she have a cannabis line yeah, coming out or is a CBD line? She has a CBD line. Now, I don't okay. know exactly the details about her CBD line. If it's hemp, if it's, if it's weed based. I don't know. But she said the last time she had a joint, she thinks was in 1972. Well, thanks for counting, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. That's the drama. Thank you right, so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Much. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Because that ain't <sighs> 
I don't know whether to call this the study of duh or the study of sex duh. But oh, I let's mean, do that one. I like it's, it's, it's one and the same. It's All one right. and the same. I could have. I tell this to anybody who ever confides in me about this uh, does anyone information. Com- does anyone confide in you anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people do. They come to me for advice, Julia. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. I don't even know what we're talking about. Well, you know I have given you plenty. Excellent. Plenty. If I needed sex advice, there's only one of you I would go to. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just saying, more practical no. situations okay, so, wait. and the real estate okay, happened this is what at you don't the know. younger key this is what you demographic don't know. of my Rocco, life. Rocco, that yes. Lori w- has more sexual real estate than I do. do. We're talking 18 to 38. The prime screwing years, according to Lori Bargini. Well, according to anybody, it's going to be different if your prime screwing years, you end up divorced at 52 and then your prime dating years are like that. What's her name? You're just talking about me right now. Well, I but tried to move it up a year. No, but no you're engaging me. I'm, ju- I was- <laughs> I'm just saying that somebody who gets married at like 25, 26, 27, and they stay married for 20 years. All I'm all I say about that is that you just you you'll never be able to catch up. To an 18 to 38 year old. Which is so okay. Yeah. And yeah. especially someone if was a working person, traveling person. Someone like opportunity you. Opportunity <laughs> person. Person with okay. low moral fiber for a few years <laughs> of her life. <laughs> you can't you can't do it. I and it's so okay. I mean, but I love that you have more sexual landscape than the rest of real us. Estate. Real estate, real estate. I'm going to There's plenty of other people that match that area, and not as much as you. I feel like you have owned a state or two. I may be more honest about it. I think there's a lot of people yeah. who have, you know, that's dalliances too. within a marriage or within something that's committed, and they that's don't. You can't true. ever speak of it because. Once you tell one person, that is it. They can blackmail you. There you go. (laughs) All those blackmailers. Okay, Okay. so one of... uh, Here's what people say. People lie about their number of sexual partners, and this study comes up over and over and over, but at least we're getting more honest Americans in the time of of corona. One out of three people now admit they lied to their significant other about their number of sexual partners. And of course, the reason why people lie is because people judge. People judge numbers. They judge numbers. Did you lie? Too. Did I lie? Uh-huh. Uh, I think I I think I finally got to the point where I would just say, that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, no one asks anymore. No, By yeah. the way, as you're dating in your 50s, that doesn't even come up. Right. Right. That's like because so everyone yesterday. knows by the time you're 50 that people are lying to you. Anyway. <laughs> so even if you did it's ask just the a number, dumb question. it's a dumb question that somebody's going to lie. You're trying to just see if there's any common ground. You right. don't need to throw out the common lie because you're going to lie right back. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. Marco, are you even listening to this? Are you I following? Am, uh, you know, but I've, I've been of married course, for since, you've been you know, married, I've been yeah. married with my wife since like 1998, so... I don't even remember. I think I had some partners way back in the nineties. It's it's how so old far were you back. when you got married? 
98, so I must have been 20. Well, we married uh, like 28, 29. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, have you ever so seen I had some Chris, good 20s? That's the Chris kind of, Rock thing. You know, once you get married, you stop bleeping. You have intercourse, but you stop bleeping. <laughs> you know, he's got this whole big uh, thing. That's why sometimes, you know, when people. We haven't even got to the study yet. Yeah, but, but I when know. people right. have memorable experiences experiences and they remember the 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 brief experience mm-hmm. we went more we had a review last week of some That's of yours right. some of my fondest thoughts it was a lovely people who i spent really not a lot of time with <laughs> but memorable Definitely couldn't have been called a relationship no but de- memorable <laughs> because of the international these are the scandinavian men again Scandinavian, yes. mr san francisco i mean you know you just it kind of can be like the it's just who like you know if you open yourself up to having experiences you know and you're you know you have opportunity and that's why men lie more than women about that because they know that they can't be honest and tell you the truth. So I love they're going to just be in trouble. No, I think like a man. That's really? why I don't. That's why I don't like give we don't an know answer. That. I don't give that answer. You give mm. an enticing answer. Mm-hmm. That's why you and I my know, brother are I know, so well suited. I know just enough. Uh huh. I know. All right. Mm-hmm. Tell us what okay, the damn so study they, was. Even so, uh, anyway, one out of three say they lied to their significant other. Men are twice as likely to lie and. Yes, they're afraid people will judge, and other people lie because they think their number is too far from the other number that they got, so they're trying to close the gap. There you go. Yeah. And it used to be like a formula. Yeah. Like, add them up on both hands or four hands or 20 hands, and then divide by two, and then add one or something. It used to be some silly thing back in the day. Some things just don't matter. Yeah. I mean, you know, and if you are fine with sharing and your number is low, then don't be afraid to say, but I'm very teachable. You know, if it's like two or three. Sure. I'm yeah. a good, I'm a quick learner. You know, just something like that. I'm a good study. There good you study. go. I love to be taught. Okay. Here are the most uncomfortable sexual topics for people to discuss, whether it's a new partner okay. or somebody they've been with. All right. Number of sexual partners. Okay. Past sexual experiences, sexual fantasies, okay, sexual kinks, which would and what could you do better in bed? These all oh, telling your partner. By all, the way, I've been degrading you now, and yeah. here's here are some recommendations. By the way, we need improvement in this area. <laughs> no, I'll do a report card at the end of the quarter. Un. Comfortable sex. That one topics. would be. Yeah. I don't think the well, yeah. I think yeah. the last one would be the worst. People, even if you've been with someone, all people are they have hang ups about talking about sexuality. It embarrasses them. We feel like people should know. We shouldn't have to say women judge themselves and think they should be you know, like it shouldn't be this hard, but of course, you know, button, button, find the button and all of that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Canoe or kayak. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here? So, I don't know. It's all, you know, anyway. I love it, Lori. Button, button. <laughs> Who's got the button? <laughs> <laughs> now, there is a play. There are places, like if you wanted to, like if you did want to just like, Maybe you wanted to like 
figure out a way to the sexual fantasy, sexual kinks. There are like some funny online places. Like there's just this sex kinks quiz where you both could do it and you answer like kind of easy questions like where would you be your favorite place to have sex and then it would give you a shoe shop someone else's room a sex club your own room outdoor Mm -hmm. it gives you suggestions a boudoir style hotel and then what's your favorite part of a sexual um encounter and let's see like uh, stepping away from daily life Doing crazy things I might not do. The thrill of being, being caught. caught. Yes. Uh, when my partner gets pleasure. You know, blah, blah. So you get uh, which word suits the sex you enjoy best. Here are your choices, kids. All right, what are the choices? I'm going to let you both Give us have the this. words. Just to show, you which know. Which suits us best? Which word, Rocco, suits the sex you enjoy best? If you don't mind answering. Uh, right. We don't have to answer. We can just okay. hear it. Surrender. Personal. Powerful. Exhilarating, surreal, collaborative. Here's my word, naughty. <laughs> That's why I had to pick from one of those. Yeah. I'll go with collaborative. Collaborative? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very I'm nice, with you. Rocco. Thank you. I I'm, can do a little I'm, bit of Lori. We got and two a collaboratives video. and a naughty. Who yeah. wants to go home with me? <laughs> okay, and but it's kind of um and then uh the other another category of questions that they Ask, tell people what the name of this thing is again. And then uh, what do you fantasize about? How would your friends describe you? It's just kind of a fun little quiz. Uh, quiz. And so you go to um, uh, sex, kinks, quiz, what's your kink.com. Jeez, that's a lot of things. I know. What, what's your kink.com? Yeah, just what's your kink. I'm worried what's going to show up. Well, that's why I recommend going to uh, sex. Kinks, Kinks quiz, quiz, what's your kink? I got it. And it's got the whole test. It's just kind of fun. Yeah, that would be. Because it's not like so... Um, Heavy duty and serious. Kind and of fun. You could do it together. Yeah, like mm-hmm. what, Like here. here's a question uh, for you again. You guys, I'll give you this. Um, which idea excites you the most? Striptease, watching porn together, light spanking, light tickling. The ticklers are, they're a little shy about letting all of that come out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can, uh, I can honestly say I've not had a tickler cross my back. <laughs> and I've had some sexual real estate. But we've never taken a quiz. I've never taken a quiz with anybody. You never know. You've I, never had anybody that wanted to tickle you or to be tickled? Well, not no. during, no. no. I haven't either. I mean, I you know, just when you're cuddling or something, you know, just... No, there's definitely there's like a tickle play. Like to, there's I a tickle play. Is there? I did not know about this area. I'm with you, sister. Like your feet are bound, and they tickle your feet, and you can't. Right. Do that sounds like torture. Right. But somebody likes that. You Someone, know. Oh, yeah, and some people it's like not my that kind of torture. You know, it's like somebody who like like a toe blow or something like oh, that. Oh, I wonder <laughs> who that is that we're talking about, Lori. No, but I'm just saying. You know, it's <laughs> not me. Not I just got to get that clear. Anyway, I hope that you know you've helped. I've done my part. Sex Kings quiz. What's your king dot com? That's right. Okay, All right, we'll thanks. be right back. Jerry Jeff. That's right, Jerry squeaky, Jeff. Squeaky. Jerry Jeff Walker, who wrote and sang Mr. Bojangle, died at the age of seventy-eight over the weekend. That was the nitty-gritty dirt band that was singing Mr. Right. Bojangles, and they had the big, big hit with that. But he wrote that. Uh, 
waltzing ballad about an old street dancer that Jerry Jeff met in a New Orleans drunk tank. And it was first recorded in 1968, and the folk rock version that we just heard yes. by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band went on to the top ten, and Nina Simone covered it, Neil Diamond sang it, even Bob Dylan, and Sammy Davis Jr. included it in, in his stage show. I like that version. Yeah. And, yes. and performed it on TV, and Jerry Jeff Walker in his 1999 memoir, Gypsy Song Woman, said at the time he was thrown in the drunk tank, he was reading a lot of Dylan Thomas, and I just was in the concept of internal rhyme, and uh, he had some rough and tumble times. He was kind of part of the sort of uh, what they call the Texas, uh, you know, cowboy scene. Right. Of, uh, kinky Friedman and just they were rowdy, rowdy. And he kind of had, he didn't have like the greatest voice, but he, yes. there was an album that he had in the 70s that kind of everybody had him. He never had like a top 40 sure. pop hit. What's he, his name again? Um, Jerry Jeff Walker. Right. And the album, his 1973 album, if you looked up the cover, Viva Tiralinga. Tiralingua, you might That's easy recognize. For you. It sounds kind of like Viva Tiralingua. It sounds it like sounds Viva like Sex Monday. It does. I know, Viva Tiralingas. But okay, okay yeah. we're all here. He never got radio airplay. <laughs> and or we'll anything tell you like one that. day, Viva La Volva. Because that's Lavalva. a really good story, Rocco. Anyway, you've been around for a while. I, I'm done. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Julia, that's only because I made you listen to. Every version, version of this in the double wide. Mr. I loved that song. I did too. I liked it that version. It always kind of made me cry. I always felt like slightly sad. Oh, it is a sad one, right? I mean, right. he was down and out. Right. Well, yeah, I never know. Nina Simone, That's I was listening to that. That's pretty good. Is, that would be a good one. Um, yeah. You so. never listened to that I one. I didn't. He looked at me to be the eyes of me. It's a beautiful song. It really is. This is fantastic. Yeah, this is, that's we're a good getting song. ready. That's beautiful. Yes, yep. Julia, we are raising money for Springboard for the Arts, so I am drawing attention to, to people, people who write songs, who sing songs, who do the lights. Look at who you, do always the, working. You know the You're painting, amazing. making the posters. For, I mean, there's a lot of people writing and copy. We we have raised. Uh, Mm -hmm. by a total of four people, because that includes David's for $1,500. And me and and you and (laughs) one one other person. We're just getting started. We we haven't even really actually started. This is like a pre-show. We do the table So how do people watch the Facebook Live tonight, Rocco? Isn't tonight just... It's just us. Us? Yeah, it's just us think What I think is going to happen is... Then starting tomorrow, every show is going to be sort of webcammed. Right. Oh, yeah. Tonight, um, they, we've got to get our pep talk and our uh, signing of parts, whining over parts. Um, well, you guys are hopefully wrong because tonight, um, okay. well, you guys are so full of crap. I read the crap. <laughs> okay. I mean, the stuff. Um, the table read will be about 20 to 30 minutes of a few select scenes pages that listeners can watch on Facebook Live. Oh, for crying out so loud. So you guys can watch it with us. It starts at 7. I don't know. I don't know if you're watching it tonight on Facebook Live, but you could check it out. Because obviously none of us really know. So you don't know either. You just gave us information that isn't necessarily true. 
Probably. Because dance. I'll look it up. Yeah, Dancing with the Stars is on tonight, and we don't want to compete with that. <laughs> and Monday Night Football. Yeah, I know. And are the are your baseball people playing again? No, I'm they get so the night off. Till tomorrow night. Yeah. Okay. Holy cow! I texted Lori the other night because I was watching oh. SNL and I was loving her her first song. Right. But then I was like, you know what? I should check on the baseball game. And then the baseball game got bananas. The last two innings was the craziest finish to a World Series game ever. And that's an ESPN fact and Patrick Royce fact. Well, I was I was watching the Gophers play Michigan in a football game. Yeah, praying that we would come back. We no, this game was was so fun. The Dodgers had it. It was just incredible. And when. Our guy, our boyfriend, uh, what's his name? Eras, a Rosarino. Yeah. A Rosarino skids past third base, tumbles, like does a header, and the catcher thinks he's going to tag him out because he's so close to home plate. Right, right. And the third baseman is right behind him. The catcher reaches out to get, catch the and ball, the and he misses it, oh, and the guy oh. slides in, and they win. Oh, oh. It was unbelievable. Oh. I know my wife was putting my son down and I was yelling and I was like, you guys got to see this. It, and they got out of bed to watch the it was play. It was really like exciting. And I was glad because then it tied it up 2-2, you know. Right, right. And now it's 3-2. They got the night the off. Tomorrow Correct. we go back and hopefully Tampa Bay can tie it and then it can go to a best of seven and some team can be truly heartbroken Right the way a World Series should end. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Go Perfect. all the way. Go all the way. All, right. all the way to You seven. know, we were talking about all the things, the TV kind of movies and things we watched. I watched the movie The Gentleman. Oh. With Matthew McConaughey. He loved that movie. I actually, and Hugh Grant and Charlie Hunnam, it, that is a good movie. That's a good movie, people, and it's free right now on Hugh TV. Hugh Grant is enjoying playing kind of... Smarmy, villainous, this, uh, yeah. bad guys. That was a fun movie to watch. And then I also watched. And that's a guy, Richie. And yeah, I know it is. Carly Hunnam. How that's did what he I look? said. He looked good. Not as good as good, but good. Okay. He has a big part in it. He Matthew does. McConaughey is beautiful in this. Yeah. And Michelle Dockery's in it from Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. But the one that, other one that I watched was Burlesque with Cher and Christina Aguilera and Stanley Tucci. We saw that at the theater. Did we go together? Yes, we went and together I forget and Chris, we loved Kristen it. Bell is in it. You know, I, you forget she sings, but of course she was in Frozen. But boy, she can sing and dance. Cher should have been nominated oh. for an Academy Award Sorry, for her song. In yes. that, in burlesque, that was a beautiful ballad. It was, and I don't I know how they could have overlooked her, Lori. How did they? The same way they overlooked Whitney Houston for an Academy Award for Best Actress. We know in uh, the Bodyguard. Diane, here's a little weird music. Diane uh, Warren. Diane Warren, the uh, songwriter. Songwriter. She wanted Celine Dion to sing the song that Aerosmith sang. Can you name that? In song? Armageddon. Oh, don't want to miss a yeah. thing. Bingo. Got it. That was a good Maybe little Maybe Celine deep fact. should sing that song, she but should. that's who she wanted. It was written for Celine. She's had enough soundtrack. Yes. There you go. Yes. All right, everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more.
All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.